Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Hello, hello, my magical friends, and welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily, and on this week's episode, we are going to be chatting about the magic of music. So I happen to be a big fan of music, but somebody who definitely gets stuck in my musical ruts. So maybe this is you and you can relate to this, but I will find an artist or two or three or four that I really like, and I will listen to them over and over again. And then I kind of get tired of it. And then I start doing other things like listening to podcasts or books on audio or whatever it might be, but other things that are not musical in nature. And this last fall, I started doing a new workout class and the whole workout class is very, very much um, led by the music that we're listening to. And I know many workout classes are, but this has such a diverse (laughs) amount of music. Um, totally different styles, genres, types, sometimes all within the same class, which has been lovely because so often when I've taken workout classes at the gym, I have found myself just in the bass pumping pop or hip hop kind of music to keep everybody motivated and going. And this one has really taken this other class called the class has really taken it to this next level of deepening. And in this, it has reawoken my remembering of the power of music. And this is something for me that I tap back into every couple of years. I find myself finding my way back to an artist that maybe really spoke to me at another time in my life, or I hear a song that just opens my heart right up and suddenly I'm crying or whatever it might be. So I find my way back and then I spend some time there. And then again, I, I divert. So since this last fall, I've been spending a lot more time listening to music, and it's been a really powerful treat to remember all the ways that music is magical. So you probably have had this experience where you hear a song and it takes you completely back to another time and place, completely back to a moment, maybe when you first heard that song or when you were hanging with friends years ago, or maybe a time period in your life that was very powerful. And you know that listening to music creates time travel. We can take these trips backwards into other pieces of ourselves and other pieces of our lives simply through song. And I think that is a really powerful testament to how amazing music can be as a tool in the magical realm. Because if something can evoke time travel for you, imagine what else it can do. (laughs) So here's the deal with music. Music can be used in your magical practice in a variety of ways, and we're going to talk about a few of those today in our time together. So one of the ways that I was first introduced to music in ritual and in magic was through chanting, chanting and drumming, actually, the two together. And this is definitely a very specific type of music and a type of using your voice, using your body to connect with the energy that gets raised when we chant or sing or drum 
or rattle or what dance, whatever it might be. All of those things really raise energy. And when I first started going to public rituals, I discovered that many, many rituals had a chant or a song at their center, and that this was the way that the group worked together to raise energy and to call this energy forth and to charge whatever we were trying to craft and create. And it was amazing. And there are endless amounts of songs and chants out there that are very much focused on, you know, pagan rites, um, different holidays, all of those types of things. And they are wonderful and very accessible for using when you're trying to create a ritual, a ceremony, a spell, whatever it might be. There are libraries out there and YouTube is definitely your friend for things like this to seek out some of these songs and also, if you have friends who happen to be of the magical persuasion, perhaps they know some songs. I know many of the songs that I have learned have been in classes, in workshops, from my friends, um, in my circle, my coven. We have shared many songs in this way. And that's actually one of the beautiful other things about music is the community that it creates through singing and teaching and experiencing song together. So this is one of the ways you can utilize song and one of the types of songs that you might utilize or call in to use during a ritual. However, that being said, I also just want to talk about any kind of music because I don't know about you guys, but I happen to be one of those people who made a lot of mixtapes in my youth. Who's with me? Mixtapes, anyone? <laughs> Anyway, now we have things like Spotify or iTunes, um, these platforms that we can create playlists on, these platforms that might generate playlists for us if we type in certain things. And this definitely does two things. One, it allows you to create something like a playlist, like a mixtape that carries a theme, that might carry a mood, that carries an experience with it. But it also allows you to perhaps let that platform generate something for you, some type of musical mix for you. And it can open doorways that you did not know were there. It can open portals for you into other realms emotionally, into other realms psychically. It definitely, um, definitely opens things up. So... I would encourage you to maybe check out some different playlists out there, find some keywords, type them in, and just notice what comes up for you when you're listening to this other music. You probably have, if I said to you, think of a song that makes you really sad. Think of a song that makes you really happy. Think of a song that makes you want to shake your booty. You probably have a song for each of those. You probably have multiple songs for each of those. And it can be really fun to play with the energies of these different emotions when we're working with our magical practices. I have really found that uh, creating these playlists or even sometimes putting a song on repeat over and over again and letting it really take me to more of a trance-like state can be really beneficial for supporting whatever it is that I am trying to create, that I am trying to craft with my magic and with my energy. So just a couple weeks ago, I had had way too much coffee. 
had, <laughs> I was sitting on my couch making these playlists. I couldn't stop myself, but I did make a, a witchy playlist and you will find that in the description of this podcast that I will share with you uh, or that is being shared with you so that you can check it out and maybe see what that feels like to listen to what I put together. Granted, I will warn you in advance, although it says eclectic, actually, I think it says embrace your magic, but it is kind of an eclectic playlist there. It's pretty heavy on the Celtic um, vibe. So just consider yourself warned. Uh, But it was fun to put it together. And it was a reminder to me of how much I liked making those mixtapes in my youth and how much I like creating something that carries an energy with it or that has an intention behind it especially with with music. So I have this theory about music, and that is that when it is created, it is the people who are creating it are channeling something. And you might find that there are certain artists that when you listen to their music, it cracks you wide open. There is a way that the music speaks to you on a very, very, very deep level. Honestly, Tori Amos is this person for me. I have been listening to her since Silent All These Years debuted back when I was 15. And I could probably, I have actually written a like memoir of my life based on song titles from her albums. There is something about the way that woman creates music that speaks to something inside of me that is very raw, very deep, and very um, visceral. I mean, for lack of a better word. Whatever she's channeling when she's creating, when I hear her music, it awakens that inside of me or an, ex- an experience inside of me that I correlate to feeling like I, it channels a certain energy in me. And I would say that that's true for pretty much all artists across the board. It might be music. It might be painting. It might be writing. It might be whatever. But I would say that when creation is occurring, this is my bias again, in my opinion, but when creation is occurring, there is a channel that has opened up, whether you consider it a channel to the muse or a channel to the universal energy or a channel to the ancestors or the spirit realm or whatever it might be, something's coming through. And I don't always think it's totally generated from the person themselves. Some of it is, but there there is this additional creative energy, creative creation energy, which in and of itself, in my opinion, is magic. And I've watched people create over the years. I've known people who are musicians or artists. um, And I've watched the difference between them creating something and them copying something, or for example, playing something that somebody else's song there's a very different energy between when they tap into their source and create versus just playing something that they know. Not that some people can play stuff that they know or, you know, work of another composer and it's, it's deeply moving because their skill is so profound. And I'm not saying that's not true. I'm just speaking to the fact that creation has its own channel and its own energy. And I think when we access that energy and we access an energy that speaks to our inner channel, whatever that might be, because not all music is going to speak the same to all people and our channels are all running on different frequencies. But when you find the one that speaks to you and you allow yourself to drop into that, it can open up 
all kinds of amazing things inside of you, whether it's your own creativity or your own um, ability, I guess, to raise energy, to bring that forth, to make things happen, um, or to even just process or grieve or move through an experience. Sometimes music can be our greatest ally to do that because it speaks to us on such a powerfully deep level. So I probably have already convinced you, if you weren't already convinced, that music is magic. But I want to just encourage you once again to drop into the thoughts about who are the artists that speak to you? When have you had that experience of feeling just ripped wide open by music? Not When I say ripped wide open, I think that can really go to that place of like sadness or, um, yeah, heartbreak. But it, I'm talking about something deeper than that. I'm talking about layers being peeled back so that your core is awakened and exposed. And there, I, I imagine there has to be an artist out there or a few songs that have had this experience, that have created this experience for you at some point. And I'm so curious what those are. (laughs) Because like I said, everybody's got a different one. Everybody's got something different that speaks to them. And of course, sometimes we have the same ones, right? Some There are fan bases out there who are all having these really powerful, profound experiences, listening to certain artists. Certainly, that is a very true thing. Uh, And they may not all be experiencing that artist in the same way or be experiencing that artist in the way that the artist experienced it when they began. But the frequency of the channel is the same. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to make it make sense here. So knowing that music is magic in this way, how can we use music to help us in our magical practices? So there's several ways we can do this. One of them I mentioned earlier about raising energy and using chant or dance. Well, dance isn't music, but often we're dancing to music, but using chant or drumming or song to help generate energy around a ritual that you're doing. And it doesn't have to be a traditional pagan song. It can be any kind of music that you feel raises the energy that you're intending for your ritual or ceremony or spell work. So we could definitely use music in this way. We can also use music to ground ourselves, to really anchor down. There's certain rhythms that speak to each of us differently, of course. Um, but, you know, a, a very strong drum beat can often, if, very st- if it's steady, can really make you feel your roots and drop into your body in a very deep way. There's other types of music that can help you with this too. It's just about, again, what speaks to you personally. So you can use music to ground, you can use music to raise energy, you can use music to change your consciousness. So I believe in earlier podcasts, Veronica and I actually talked about changing consciousness at will as being sort of the core of magic. Like what is magic? It's being able to change your consciousness at will. And music can really help you as a guide in this process. Because when you allow your body to feel into the music, whatever that music might be, you often can shift or you automatically shift without even necessarily trying the way that you're thinking. 
the, your consciousness, your experience in the moment. So music is really a powerful tool in this way. I notice as I'm doing this podcast, I'm using the word powerful a lot. And I think that that's just a testament to how deeply I feel moved by music on a regular basis and all different kinds of music. I feel like they all have their place and they all have their different energies and magics that they can lend themselves to. So just utilizing music in and of itself to shift your consciousness is another wonderful tool that you can use. Furthermore, you know, if you're if you're feeling like you need some help, maybe finding some inspiration or some guidance, I know for myself, listening to music can often open doors for me that I had never even known were there. So I might be tuning into some music. I might be tuning into a playlist. Maybe it's not one I've made. Maybe it's one somebody else made and there's music in there I've never heard before. Or perhaps a song that I feel very connected to, but maybe have forgotten about pops up. Suddenly I'm feeling inspired. I have this creative idea. I have this um, energy, this new, I guess I feel tempted by the muse or called to by the muse. So that's another way that we can utilize music in our magical practices are, is to allow the music to guide us into maybe what we want to call in, what we want to create, maybe even how we're going to do that might come out of listening to just the right song. So really, as I talk to you today, what I'd like to encourage you to do is to drop in, drop into your feelings, drop into your experience and Allow yourself to open to music and different kinds of music. Test out different kinds, check out different playlists, try different artists, maybe artists you never even thought you would want to listen to in a million years <laughs> and figure out what moves you. I signed up for this magical writing class that I started last week. And one of the questions that was posed during the class was about music and what do you listen to while you write? And I was feeling like, you know, I, I really only listen to uh, music without words because when the words distract me, they take me other places. And I was thinking about all the different things I type in or used to type into Pandora or Spotify or whatever it might be to help me feel inspired. And then I started realizing, you know, that's true. That is what I do for certain types of writing. And yet there are other types of writing that have been very much inspired by lyrical music. And I had sort of forgotten about that, but I've been playing with that idea this week. And that's really part of what inspired me to do this podcast today and to invite you into your own musical realms so that you could play a little bit with music as magic, music perhaps as muse, and incorporate some more of those energies, learning what energies connect to your channel. And allowing yourself to open to that can create many great things. One other way you might consider including music in your magical practice is using it to call in the elements. Each element really embodies a different sound and a different energy. And you can utilize different instruments to invoke those energies and evoke those energies when you're releasing your circle. So you might think about what does air mean to you? Uh, traditionally, air is often called in with bells, um, whistles, that type of air. Air 
sounds, <laughs> air instruments. <laughs> Fire is often called in with a rattle, although you may be able to think of other instruments that really pull fire for you. Water can be called in with string music um, or read music, actually. It just depends, again, what speaks to you. And I always think about earth as drums. And then I think about center and spirit slash ether really as being connected to like singing bowls or tuning forks or that type of sort of uh, resonant tones. But those are just my associations. You could utilize anything that speaks to you as far as music goes. Like what do those elements sound like to you? And then maybe next time you cast a circle and call in the elements, use instruments or music to bring those energies in. So I hope this has been helpful and that you will take this conversation from today and move out into the world and start listening to some new tunes, checking it out, noticing how they move you, noticing maybe some new ways to incorporate music into your magical practices. I also just want to note that I know Veronica has not been on for a while and she's fine, but between scheduling and very uh, challenging internet capacity uh, over on her end, we have not been able to make a podcast work. So we're hoping to rectify that in the not too distant future, and she will be back with us. So if you've been missing Veronica, as I have, <laughs> she will be making her way back to us, and uh, we will be doing more podcasts together in the future, which will be awesome. So that's it for now. Make sure that you take a moment to check out uh, the playlist that I have posted in the description of this podcast and notice if there's anything on there that speaks to you. Um, I, I hope you enjoy it and also take some time. If you have a moment to, to like, to share, to subscribe, to rate this podcast, uh, because it helps other people find it and it will definitely, um, make bring magic to more of the masses. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. So until next week, my cat is telling me it's time to go. So take good care, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Witch Next Door. You can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast. If you're interested in supporting this work, you can do so through the anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign-up link are available there. And remember, you are magic. Embrace it. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.